Welcome to the Mammoth Gamescast for the week of August 26th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filtercord. What up? Not much, man. Um, we just finished up our uh, kind of inaugural, official, unofficial uh, episode of the like deep dive segment. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of it, halfway through it, I had like kind of a revelation on how we should record it. So it may be different going forward. Uh, then you guys yeah. will be hearing uh, when it comes out this Wednesday on uh, podcasts. Um, but uh, it was still fun to talk about exactly what we talked about there. Um, yeah. and, uh, and and it was cool. But expect something different for... Uh, I, I mean, we might as well just name that episode, like, 0. 0.5. Like, I don't know if yeah, how, like, like how we want to... Unofficial episode or whatever. Unofficial episode one. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, just expect some cool stuff from that. But that's not what this is. We're here to talk about the news. And to kick that off, we're, of course, going to be looking at the games releasing. Uh, these games here are releasing from August 26th to September 1st. God, we're already going into September. You know? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. We're coming. We're, we're getting close. We're getting close to that Borderlands. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so that one's not on the list, but we do have some other cool ones. Um First up, Tuesday, the, the first four games here are uh, Tuesday, the 27th. First up, uh, we have Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey for PC. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I've heard kind of a little bit of mixed reporting where it's like, it's a sort of, I guess, roguelike survival game, kind of. Yeah. Um, um, where you are, so you take control of a particular member of like a randomized tribe of like, you know, pre-human, like apes i guess mm-hmm. and um you're kind of learning things like um when you like interact with things in the environment there's like a web of information and then you will slowly be learning the pieces of that web so like you might come across a plant that's like has like a, a you know a good food logo or something and it's like oh okay i know i can eat this and you come across something else and it's all questions so then you you're like i don't know if this um, is yeah, I'll, I'll try me. to eat this and see what happens. And you might make you sick, but it's like, you oh, you're just sick. Uh, it, it's like you're just sick because, um, you know, you haven't gotten used to eating this yet. Like, mm-hmm. um, so it is good for you, and it, it is it's actually healthy, good for you. But your yeah. body's just adjusting. Yeah. Right. Um, so this game was made by uh, the dude that did Assassin's Creed. Was that yeah? Patrice Desolet. Yeah. Um, and you can notice a lot of those climbing mechanics uh, swinging from the treetops or, uh, you know, wherever. You'll see yeah. them kind of throughout. Um, yeah, this game did look cool. I think we reported back on this. Uh, it was probably a good year ago, at mm. least, at E3. I think we saw it at E3. Um, yeah. Last year. Um, and there were a lot of questions. I think some of those questions have been answered a little bit, but... Um, I still don't think we 100% know what we're getting, but it's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see more. Um, so, what, well, comes out on Tuesday, right? Yeah. yeah so, um, definitely should be a cool time to um, kind of dig in. I think it's 40 bucks uh, on the... I've seen it on the Epic Game Store, so... Good price. I'm not sure where all it comes out, but it is coming out PC first. We'll probably see it on console after a little yeah, while. Yeah, PS4 and Xbox One titles. Um, I think I'm... PC, uh, it's um, exclusive to the game mm. store. 
Who knows for how long? Yeah. Cool. Um, after that, uh, we're going to see the release uh, also on Tuesday the 27th, Control for PS4, Xbox, PC. This is, of course, uh, Remedy's follow-up to, uh, what, Quantum Break? Quantum Break. Um, looks like they're using similar, um, kind of a similar concept, although not like, well, I don't think there's going to be a TV show in between. Right. Uh, that was the plan. That was the plan, though, right? For um, Quantum Break, yeah. Quantum Break. That's too yeah. bad. I always really enjoy that. That would have been really cool if it worked. Yeah. yeah. And it, well, it can work for sure. Um, like, we've seen it work on a lesser scale. And, like, it wasn't successfully, like, this was the best thing I've ever seen. Or this is, you know, a very, a very successful um, show and game. But mm-hmm. when um, Defiance came out and I was playing that, I did enjoy playing the game with the people I was playing it with, and I did enjoy watching the show mm-hmm. at the same time. It was a good, like, a pretty good back and forth, and I, I think that should be attempted um, a lot more. Yeah. A expensive, but it's cool. <coughs> yeah. Good, uh, so, good stuff. Be so, fun. Um, I have that prepaid. I'm ready to download on uh, PS4. Cool, cool. Yeah, so we'll get a little bit of uh, info about that. Um, I- I'm definitely interested. I don't think I'm going to end up grabbing it unless, like, something really, really pulls me toward it. But, um, I mean, it- it's my style. It's-, it's definitely something that I would play, for sure. But, mm-hmm. you know, we have a lot coming up. Yeah. Um, Speaking of a lot coming up. Yep. Uh, in Exile, those are the guys that did what, like the Wasteland games and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, Bard's Tale 4 Director's Cut. Uh, so this has been out on PC already, but uh, the Director's Cut is coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC, also on the 27th. You um, see 33.3% more hog. Finally. Just like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. All of those movies. <laughs> Um, so this actually looks like it was one of the things where I looked at it at first. And I was like, no, that's not me. And the more I see of like this trailer and everything, it's dude, it actually looks really dope. Um, it's like a weird like uh, it's just like an old fashioned way of doing like a a game of this style, and it seems to play through like actually pretty cool. It's going to get into gameplay here in the trailer in a second. Um, you like build a party and you know get your different customization options up and everything and then yeah, it has uh, those... it's like first person sort of like dragon quest or something it has those like standard classes of course your uh bard your rogue uh what was it like a fighter and uh like a mage mm-hmm. um but yeah it it i don't know it's a very yeah it's it's, it's a very interesting style of game it is it's like that first person um, almost reminds me of like a card game, like the way yeah. a card game would be laid out. But you're viewing it if you were the card looking at the battlefield in front of you. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very like that's where I get the that I, I like everything that I see, but then I see the gameplay and I'm like, man, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. But looks like it's doing some cool stuff. Yeah. I'll definitely, I think I'm going to check that out probably on uh, PS4. Nice. Cool. And the last game coming out uh, Tuesday, the 27th, uh, coming from Double Fine and Foam Sword, Knights and Bikes. 
Oh yeah, this is like a cool little. Um, um, I don't know. It really reminds me of like Costume Quest. Yeah, very much so. Of Costume Quest. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, when I when, when I think of uh, almost any sort of Double Fine game now, they're mm-hmm. very specific on what kind of game I know that I'm going to be getting, and they're even though they're not. They're probably helping with the development process, but I think Foam Sword is doing most of the development. Development, Mm -hmm. am I right? Does that seem... um, And it's like Double Fine is a magnet for things that kind of remind me of other things Double Fine does. Right, they're kind of like a... They're they're like a publisher that also helps developing. That it's looks like they like, definitely have a style. Yeah, they they look for games that look like games that they would make. Mm-hmm. It's, it kind of reminds me of uh, Devolver too. Yeah, Devolver. Like you can you can tell a Devolver game from like a mile away. Right. Um, so this one uh, they just showed off single player local co op online co op coming to uh, PC and PS4 here on Tuesday the twenty seventh. Um, yeah. I, I can't even figure out exactly what kind of gameplay this is. It looks a lot like Costume Quest, but do we have that like turn-based combat? Mm-hmm. Is that I don't know. That? Yeah, I, um, I have they no don't idea. they don't show it super well. I assume that it is just based on what it looks like, but uh, I don't know for sure. Yeah, but yeah, th- this game you can expect, of course, to pay, you know, not full price for it, um, and. You know, have have a, a decent amount of like. Oh, the fighting kind of looks like um, the combat kind of looks like uh, um, don't starve a little bit. Mm-hmm. They showed a pretty uh. Like okay. A, yeah, I see. I was wondering what that scene was. Quick chunk. Um, yes. but yeah, you you can expect to have a good, uh, you know, probably like ten, uh, you know, like five to twelve hour experience. I think there. Mm-hmm. Um, that looks cool. But yeah, and of course, always supporting Double Fine. I um, am a huge yeah. advocate for. Yeah, because Tim deserves all of our money. For sure. Um, I just send him a. I just send I, him a check. I just send month. him a blank check once a year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then these last three games coming out uh, on Friday the thirtieth. Um. I guess I'll take the first one since I'm probably going to be playing this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Platinum Games for the Switch, Astral Chain. Um, Astral Chain is a very uh, interesting looking game. Um, yeah. These guys, Platinum has really become a like an expert at action games. Uh, it's, it's very weird the way that they've... Um, I don't know. They, they've kind of honed that skill to make them... Like it kind of reminds me of like Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Um, yeah, but, like stylish action with like then, kind of weird mechanics. And then you're in this cyberpunk. You're you're a cop. Uh, you create your own um, cop, and you uh, are in a uh, almost like cyberpunk world. And some of these cops have a uh, a, a gauntlet. Not a gauntlet. It's more like a, a, a like a bangle, or like a huge mm-hmm. ring around their wrist. That has uh, that has like a chain, like a ghost chain that comes off of it, and they control like almost like a, a spectral entity that attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost um, what is that? What is that show? Because I'm not a big fan of it. Like uh, Evangelion. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 
Um, it, it's it's kind of like that, and everyone's super attractive. <laughs> is nice. I heard someone talking about that, and I was like, God damn, they're right. Even the people that are dirty and villains have a good look to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and ten out of ten, Woodbang. You have, a, I mean, you can explore uh, the police station. You'll have uh, you know chunks of area that you can go out and uh, uh, you know explore kind of openly. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it looks really cool. This is going to be something that I want to. Uh, um, talk a bit more about. I don't think this will make... Um, it might not... The way that we're going to restructure the deep dive, um, I don't think this will make it as something that we talk about uh, fully, but this could be like a little like side shot to that. Um, like, a, like a side story of, hey, this is the things that we're playing um, like outside of the deep dive. Um, I don't know. Uh, so a little bit of restructuring, but I do want to talk about this game a healthy amount uh, mm-hmm. in a spoiler setting. Okay. So I mean, I, I don't know if you have any interest in it. If you do, that's fine. I, you know, we can avoid the spoilers. But yeah, I don't know. I think um, I, I think I'm going to skip this one. It definitely is giving me vibes of like uh, um, near automata. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's because uh, the Same director. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's it, I didn't I really didn't like the gameplay of that game. Oh, okay. So I feel like I probably wouldn't like the gameplay of this one either. Fair. I'll have to wait and see what more I hear. All right. Cool. Um, so yeah, that one Friday the thirtieth coming out. Um, do you want to take the next one, or are you saving your saving yourself for the last? one? <sighs> Saving yourself for marriage. I mean, Bloober Team does do some really cool stuff. So the next one we're talking about is Blair Witch. Uh, it's okay. also Friday the 30th. Um, so I actually, because this game was coming out, I finally went and watched the original Blair Witch movie, which was fine. <laughs> which was fine. Uh, yeah, it wasn't okay. like the best thing that's ever happened on Earth. Uh, some people like... At the time, people, people tend to get super worked up about horror movies. Like, yeah. somebody will go see, like, It Follows was a big example for me, where, like, everybody's like, oh my god, It Follows is so amazing. Everything about it is so good. And I'm like, it's fine. Like, it's not something that I would ever want to see a second time. Yeah, see, this, like, the Blair Witch, the the movie they did some real crazy stuff some stuff that would not fly on a movie set these days oh yeah 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 yeah. like um, the the story behind production of blair witch is significantly better than the actual movie yeah um whereas like i don't know the game it's definitely going to play around with like insanity uh compulsive behavior um you're kind of piecing together um, like videotape puzzles, I guess, mm-hmm. like camcorder puzzles is going to be really cool. Um, and it's Bloober Team, so these are guys that just got off of um, what they did: Layers of Fear, one and two. Yeah. Then they did what was the cyberpunk game? Observer. Uh, uh, yeah. Yep. So, so um, really good track record. They've been getting better and better with each game. So I might check this out. And they've been growing uh, in between their games too. So it's right. not like we're just bringing that same idea to the Blair Witch. Like, visually, this looks v- like a vast improvement upon what they had been, uh, what they had released in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, as long as they have those mechanics at the core that make the game fun to play. Yeah. Yeah. This could be really cool. Um, it makes me really just want to go back and buy... At, like, I already have layers of fear and the DLC, but it makes me want to buy, like, everything that they've made so far. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So, I, 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 like, I like horror games. It looks um, cool. I mean, it looks really good. And they, they did a really good job in, um, like, layers, Observer. Of, layers like, scaring of, the shit out of me. Layers of Fear was a really weird one to start with. Yeah. The story was weird, but my problem with it, the gameplay was a little slow. Okay. It's yeah, just, that's understandable. There, there wasn't a lot of, like, moments. It wasn't like I was playing something like, uh, like Outlast, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it was very, um, like, where... It reminded me more of something like Clock Tower from back in, like, the PS2 days, where it, it was, like, trying to tell this really good story, but you were... Very hampered by technological... I was very aware I was playing a video game. Yeah. I, it wasn't drawn in. Um, but, I mean, the story the story was cool, but, uh, I don't know, I hope that they, uh, the second one, it looked a lot better. I, I hope they kind of fixed some of those problems that the first one had mm-hmm. all right and then uh the last one which i know probably I, yes. I, I'm, I'm very excited i love the company um, i'm massive into this shit though yeah. massive huh. one might say Super um yeah so the first game of the dark pictures anthology uh man of madan coming from Supermassive. uh obviously the guys that did until dawn so, and a bunch of like weird shit after that that wasn't great. So two things. Um, I feel like we need to know the price point and the thirty length bucks of this game. Medium. So it's not as long as um, Until Dawn for sure. Yeah. So I'm thinking this thing's going to be like, like. I believe it's thirty six bucks. hours. Yeah, but they're they've they've done some new stuff. So one of the main things they're implementing is a multiplayer mechanic. So I'm guessing that means, like, ranked voting, right? Oh, okay. Or, like, timed things. So, like, if you want to go to the right and the other person wants to go to the left, whoever gets their cursor their cursor all the way to the right or left side wins. Something like that. That could um, be fun. That would be fun to play. Yeah. I was also thinking multiplayer where one person plays, you know, Dave and the other person plays Sarah or whatever. Yeah, that'd be fun, too. That would be really good. So there's a couple ways they could do it. I, I haven't... I've been really like reticent to look into anything about this game because I don't want to spoil. Right. Um, which you know, I don't know how much you can spoil on something that's so choice based. Mm-hmm. But I just want it to be totally fresh because I loved Until Dawn. Until Dawn surprised me so many times. This um, and the thing that I love about this, the Man of Banan uh, itself, is it reminds mm-hmm. me of a movie that I really, really, really enjoy called Ghost Ship. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that movie was so good, and it Classic. had it had had great music. It had like it, it had a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very two thousands. Very. I mean, it had Mudvayne. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, this one is definitely going to be one that we'll be um, talking about. I can't wait for more to see what else is. Uh, happening with these uh, dark picture anthologies i love the idea behind it it's like the best thing that they could have done is said okay we can't decide on one thing we want to do so let's do all of them 
and we're going to do the right. shorter, um, like inter- like intervals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's cool. Sure. All right, so that wraps up everything. Uh, a quick look back Tuesday the twenty seventh. Uh, you got Anse- uh, ancestors, uh, human, the humankind odyssey for PC. Uh, you have Control coming out for PS four, Xbox One, and PC. You also have the Bard's Tale, uh, Bard's Tale Four Director's Cut for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and then Knights and Bikes on PS4 and PC. And then the 30th, Astral Chain on the Switch. Then you have Blair Witch on Xbox One and PC, and then uh, Man of Medan on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So that is um, 16 times larger than our previous games that we've talked about. Uh, yeah, really. In the past few weeks, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, we have some stuff to play and we'll have some good stuff to talk about but this week we have a lot of stuff to talk about a lot of stuff went down Um, but before we jump into that why don't we go ahead and uh, shamelessly promote ourselves go check us out uh, on Facebook facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc check out all the top news and video game stuff that we usually talk about here Uh, we're talking about them there first Um, we appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares, and of course, enjoy talking to you guys on uh, on the daily as well. Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do stuff just like this. Um, and you can also see how far Norman Reedus can piss uh, in Finally. our newest gif uh, for today. Um, and you know it's something that we've wondered about for a while. To be honest, something I've wondered about almost my whole life. To be honest, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, um, we appreciate you guys following and, uh, you know, any sort of tweets, retweets and talks, uh, thereof that, uh, happen on Twitter. But let's jump into, uh, the weekly news, shall we? Sure. So we've got a couple of big events that we split into two sections. Um, we've got D23, the Disney fan club kind of teaser you know, reveal show, I guess. Yeah. And then we also have uh, Gamescom 2019. So we'll do Disney first. Yeah. Um, quite a bit of stuff was announced, but there were really not any, like, public trailers yet. There was one main public trailer, which was for the, what, Disney Plus TV show, The Mandalorian. Right. And we'll get into that in a second. Let's kind of look yeah. at some of the things that were um, kind of shown off here. Um, <clears throat> there was uh, a lot like a lot of stuff that they talked about but then they're just like well we really don't have any like stuff to show for that um Mm -hmm. so some of the stuff just to like quickly recap uh this polygon article there's a new lizzie mcguire series happening uh there is a genius and ferber back for a movie what the fuck is a ferb i still don't know ferb Um, is like a type of plant i think it's something that happens on the other side of your ball sack Uh uh-huh uh, high School Musical, the I'm musical, um, yeah, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Uh, Perfect like, title. Let's call it the, the High School Musical, the musical, the series of the TV show. Used to be the movie, the High School Musical movie by Disney. Right. All that. Um, toys, there's a Toy Story spinoff. Uh, Forky asking questions um, is what it says here. Uh, breakout star from Toy Story 4 returns in a series of shorts. Uh, so, Porky. Um, he's just asking questions like, what is money? And how Hell do you yeah. get your pinky out of there? Um, That's a great... I need I need help with that one. Uh, it looks like there's some Monsters, Inc. stuff. Um, Monsters, Inc. spinoff will feature uh, all new characters. Um, 
Oh, and one of them is uh, Ben Feldman from Superstore. Extremely which, good. I do love Superstore. Great um, show. He, he's a, a fresh graduate from Monsters U, ready to make his way into the Monsters world. Uh, and mm. that's when shit goes down. Um, so I, I really like, uh, I really like uh, the Monsters Inc. world. And uh, this new one is called um, Monsters at Work, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. That should be interesting. It's apparently immediately after the end of Monsters Inc. One. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and then uh, I believe we'll start to get into the Marvel stuff because there's a lot of Marvel stuff that was talked. A lot about. of Marvel stuff. Um, and a lot of it revolved around, of course, uh, Disney Plus, all the Marvel series that they're getting uh, with Disney Plus. Um, some of those would be uh, the Marvel What If. Um, it's a, uh, it's a, I believe it's an animation where, uh, where it's like, what if this happened instead of this? Mm-hmm. Um, let me see what it says here. Uh, super soldier Peggy Carter in full costume featuring a union Jack was also revealed. And it mm-hmm. does have live action segments from, uh, film. From the films so it's not just like one thing um we got a glimpse of t'challa traveling through space in a guardians like outfit and bucky barnes facing off against zombie captain america um so that maybe they're dope. doing something with uh marvel zombies which um i do have i know i have one of the books over there i think i have book number nice. one the compendium um which is very fun um mm. so the what if that's something that's pretty cool that's uh uh, yeah, that should be a really cool series. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier are uh, is of course a thing, um, you know, taking uh, Bucky Barnes or Winter Soldier and then Falcon um, into uh, you know their own side hijinks. Um, so you know that's something that's pretty cool. Uh, one that I'm actually really excited for that'll probably tank is Wandavision. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, the Scarlet Witch in Visions series of like a 1950s sitcom, uh, which is incredibly fucking so weird. weird. It's such a cool idea, though. Yeah, uh, and um, Wanda currently really being the only mutant represented in the MCU, um, I have to show the most uh, like my mo- the most enthusiasm I have for uh, anything that she's in uh, because she got fucked over in the last Marvel movie. Uh, no, she got fucked over in the last two, or not Marvel movie, Avengers movie because um, she could have taken care of this problem real fast. It's unfair. Uh, always trying to, you know, keep a witch down. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other ones that we got to look at uh, for Phase 4 would include uh, Loki, Hawkeye, um, and then three of them that we had no real idea on, which was really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, Ms. Marvel, which is super, mm-hmm. super exciting. That'll be really know, good, yeah. I don't know what route they're going with it. I don't know if they're going with the young one that we're more uh, accustomed to seeing these days, or if they're going to go with the older, um, the older version that you know I grew up with. Uh, the one that Rogue from X-Men took. She stole Ms. Marvel's powers to be able to fly and lift heavy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I, I'm not 100% sure on what direction they're going with that. Um, but, uh, actually, let's see. Miss Marvel specifically was confirmed to eventually make her way. Uh, okay, they didn't really say. Um, and then the other one would be Moon Knight. And this one says Moon Knight focuses on a mercenary named Mark Spector left for dead in Egypt. Um, Hell yes. Moon Knight's really cool. He uh, is kind of like... He reminds me of Punisher a lot, except not mm. as brutal. He beats the shit out of vampires, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's He wears all white and flies around like the Green Goblin. Yeah. Dracula, where's my money, you broke bitch? It's a great man. <laughs> you bets to have my money. Um, and then the last one, which was probably the most surprising yeah. out of everything, yeah. was fucking She-Hulk. Uh, which is Jennifer Walters, who is also a lawyer, who is also a model, who is also Bruce Banner's cousin, um, hmm. is so off the wall. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. So weird. But uh, She-Hulk is awesome. Um, she's, she's like the Hulk if he could control his shit better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, wasn't the Hulk. <laughs> I don't know. Hard to explain, but you guys will definitely see soon enough once they start revealing a bit more about that one. Um, mm-hmm. So it looks like there's some more Disney, uh, like Disney Plus stuff, including. Um, oh my god! In the world, according to Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> Jeff That's Goldblum goes so around good. and tries things. And uh, Kristen Bell. <laughs> and of course, Kristen Bell. Um, uh, yeah, she's going to be in uh, Encore. Encore, yeah, a series yeah. about high school theater kids reuniting uh, middle age to put on one more show. Hell yes. <laughs> Weird. Um, and then there's uh, live action Lady in the Tramp trailer, uh, which I actually, you know, it, Lady in the Tramp was never my thing. I never was crazy yeah. about that movie. Um, but they did some cool stuff. All of the uh, animals that are used in there are rescues. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like they go from being homeless to a movie star. The animals do. So yeah. living that big life. They didn't only get rescued. They got rescued by the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, what is all this? A uh, bunch of brand new Disney movies. Um, which really don't have too much to do with what we're talking what we would usually be talking about here yeah there's gonna be a new muppets but there is a new muppet series movie. yeah or is it a movie or a series um, series i think disney plus series yeah, yeah. series um but the muppets have been out of rotation i actually was just at um i was just at uh hollywood studios for um, the galaxy's edge preview mm, that's um, cool which was really awesome. Uh, if you guys are following me on social media, you can check out pretty much that whole thing. Went to the cantina um, and uh, had some drinks. Uh, they had some like bar food there too, um, which was really cool. Everyone was fully in character. They asked us if we wanted our, um, what did they keep calling it, sales slip. Mm. They asked for, uh, when it came time to pay, they asked for all of it in credits. Um, they, yeah, they were super in character, um, and and it was it was really good. And then outside of that, there was a ton more. There was um, goddamn that keyboard. Yep. <laughs> uh, there's a uh, like they had the whole marketplace 
set up. It, it was almost like stepping into uh, like Batu, which was really cool. That'll be cool. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I really want to go to that. that. Yeah, no, you really should. And when you do, let me know because I want to milk it I up. I want to go back. Blue I milk. Tried both of them, blue and green. Damn, I don't know about green milk. I definitely not. Not a fan. No actual milk in it. Coconut milk in one of them, but. Mm. Uh, I, that was the thing that drove me away. I did get to ride uh, Smuggler's Run twice. Nice. Um, that was really cool. Um, and what else? Um, I don't know. I saw some wrestlers while we were there. They were walking around enjoying the park, too. Hmm. Yeah, that was That's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, good times. Um, what else do we have? Um, uh, yeah, they're going to have that... Um... K2 Fast, K2 Furious, a Cassian Andor story, <laughs> says Alan Tudyk. They're going to ah. have that spin-off series about the Rogue One guy. Uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars gets a February 2020 release date. Right. Um, uh, there is going to be the Obi-Wan Disney Plus series with Ewan McGregor. Um, they did show yeah. off a new uh, series of, I guess, series of images for Episode Nine. Yeah, uh, there there were a few. Um, they haven't shown the trailer yet. No, but they did Probably. show off like it looked. I think it was Ray running up like a cliff while uh, Kylo was kind of coming down off the mm-hmm. cliff, and they were like, mm-hmm. attacking each other. Um, as well, uh, the Mandalorian, which Mandalorian. is where we were trying to get with this, which we right. do have a trailer for. Uh, that we'll go ahead and Shocking. Uh, check out now, kind of talk about a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I've only seen it once, but uh, it opens with a bunch of Stormtrooper helmets, uh, presuming that their heads are still in it on spikes. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. Amazing very shot. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, in a pretty sandy place. Um, then you see a ship come into a, uh, kind of come into a port. He walks into what could be like a like a smuggler's port, collects his credit, gets back in, flies off. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe he took his, like, half of the beginning of the uh, score, and now he's going off to his next, uh, like, mission or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Looks extremely good. On November 12th. This is uh, Disney's response to The Witcher. <laughs> yeah. We have a Monster Hunter too. <laughs> it looks really good. the The cinematography of it just looks amazing. It looks like they're going for movie style quality, right? Right, right. So I'm really excited about that. Oh, he just—I think he just cut that dude's head off, and then like you do, yeah, in the door, in the door. It looked like he might have just cut his body in half. <laughs> so which fet is this? Uh, mama fet. Mama fet. Yeah. Big titty fat. I mean, I haven't looked into it. Who who is? The... No, I think it's a totally different. Okay. Uh, just another. I mean, Mandalorian is an entire species, so. Right, right. I didn't know if we were looking at a like a specific one or something. Unsure. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we will figure that out as it goes. Um, but yeah, this one uh, is going to, of course, be on Disney Plus streaming service on November twelfth. Um, nice. So it'll pretty much be a launch thing for Disney Plus as well. Uh, I mean, it sounds like they're going to have a bunch of other cool stuff. Um, mm. I usually steer away from the streaming stuff, but uh, I don't think I'm going to miss The Mandalorian. 
No. It looks absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, it's too good for me to... Like, there's some things that people are like, oh, it's so good, like um, like Stranger Things and uh, what else? Glow. Glow was one of them that I was super yep. interested in. We're watching the third um, season of Glow right now. And, uh, like, I broke off and watched Glow, but then I was like, it's okay if I don't watch the rest of these. I don't know what it is about streaming services and me and it feeling taxing to mm-hmm. me. But... Uh, but yeah, Disney Plus is it has a really nominal price point. For one, I didn't I, did did I see that they have like a price as low as like six ninety nine a month? Yeah, I think that's the main thing, and then they have like bundle packs with like Hulu or ESPN, um, ESPN, yeah. yeah, something like um, that. I don't think I need all of that. I might go. I don't know. I might go um, Hulu mm-hmm. as well. I don't know. That's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, there's a good trailer out there for The Mandalorian, so go check that out. Um, and with that, that'll pretty much wrap up the D23 talk. There was a few other things out there. I saw some uh, some cool stuff being talked about, and of course, they announced some new stuff for the parks, but um, you know, we need to get into that now. We'll go ahead and jump into Gamescom. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you want to so, start on this? There's a lot. Do we want to start with this? I mean, this is one of the... Uh, uh, no let's actually... Big dicks. Let's um, do that last, because that has so much going on. Okay. We'll you just do the rest start? in the order on our document. Okay, so start with human. We'll start with... Uh, yeah, so um, there's a new uh, Civ competitor coming. Yes. Um, it's called Humankind. I don't know if there's like a subtitle to that. I haven't seen that yet. It's coming from Sega and uh, the developer's Amplitude Studios. The, the, the full title is what the name of the video is. Humankind Reveal Trailer. That's the name of the game. Oh, Reveal Trailer is part of the title Title. Okay. yeah it's not this isn't the reveal trailer this is the pre-reveal trailer i understand yeah i think it's just humankind but it, yeah. I mean, it's basically like civilization but it looks like they might be going trying to stick to a more uh historical i guess i don't know i mean it, it looks like pretty much a civ one um because they do reference like being in space and shit so um, so it's like space cavemen well, it's like, you know, you start out with, like, a tribe of cavemen, and you're slowly expanding and creating settlements and X, Y, Z, right? right? So, um, eventually, you know, you see the satellite, and it's like, you know, how far... They, their headline is, how far will you push humankind? So, it, I mean, it, the graphics are amazing. It's got that classic Civ Hex feel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, certain resources on different tiles. Um, looks really cool. Uh, you're going to be making much, much bigger cities than uh, what Civilization does, too. Um, looks like, I mean, some of these are like 20, 30, 40 tile cities, whereas Civ can get up to, uh, you know, it gets pretty large, but nowhere near that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this looks cool. I, I, I really like the idea of starting out with, uh, you know, starting... Like, I really feel like Civilization as much as you know you can go for other victories is mainly a game that's like the progress is there but i i I always have to be like i mean is it you know is it really there like because a lot of it always ends up with who can destroy whose place first you know what i mean Mm mm-hmm and this one, it, it kind of feels like you're not only doing that, but then you're expanding to the point of, like... Uh, I mean, I guess you can go to space, but 
I don't know. I don't know exactly what this game has planned, but it's cool that there's a competitor, and I'm excited to try something that's not Civ. That's yeah. in this kind of um, in this kind of vein of a game. Yeah. Cool. Uh, as well, next uh, we have the Kerbal Space Program Two. People love this game. I didn't even realize how big and like of a like fan favorite game this was until they were talking about it on um, at Gamescom. Yeah. Like I remember hearing about it, but uh, like of course, like I didn't. I like I didn't play it. Well, I I had played the first one. Um, I, I just wasn't super into it because it's so like physics based. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, let me see if we have a date on this guy yet. Um, it is, give me one second here. It's, first I have to like wade through all the basic knowledge. Hey, this is a sequel to the first one. Um, it's like, yeah, no shit. That's what has a two on the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Could be cool though. I think with the second game, they might have been able to get a little bit further. Um, you know, just I don't know, been able to make the game a little easier and more understandable. Okay, there it is. Uh, it is uh, launching twenty twenty uh, PC, PS four, Xbox One. You can actually head over to kerbalspaceprogram.com and you can sign up for their. Uh, like newsletter to receive of course news about the game if you're really big um and also from their affiliate private division which is cool mm-hmm. um private division is cool doing cool stuff like. doing cool stuff for sure um yeah. so yeah i mean if you're into that um i mean like how would you describe this game is it it's it's kind of just a it's just a simulator like a, yeah like a sim yeah. builder i don't know um, because you do kind of like expand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, explore. Yeah. It's kind <laughs> of like a, I don't know. There's a lot going on. It's, it, it's an interesting game. It's one of those things you kind of have to see. Like you're kind of just like expanding, um, kind of just expanding on, you know, like settling and colonizing. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, go, Definitely go uh, go check it out. They um, have a, an official Gamescom uh, 2019 trailer. Mm. All right. Uh, the next one is uh, a DLC that we threw up here because uh, we love Metro, and it's the Metro Exodus, the two... Uh, the two oh, journals. Oh, yep, I just accidentally uh, exited out of it. So that I did that. Yeah. Um, so I guess the... Um, there we go. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> uh, I guess it's it's basically um, you're gonna kind of play as a different character to kind of live out the story, or a couple of different characters. One guy kind of goes back right after the apocalypse and sees how things have changed, and then another colonel will go back and kind of retrace the first guy's steps to kind of see what happened. Okay. Um, so it seems really cool. Yeah. Um, I like I didn't play. Did you end up going all the way through uh, Exodus? No, not no. yet. 
Okay. Yeah, I didn't uh, like. I didn't end up picking it up, unfortunately. I, I like the series, but I think it just came out with a lot of other stuff around it. Um, and then I think you were getting it, and you know, there's those times that I do that where I'm like, well, I know he's gonna get it, so I'm gonna focus on, you know, talking, you know, another talk point for uh, for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this one looks cool. Uh, let me see. Is there a date we have for it? Uh, av- oh, available now. Wow. That- Did they release... I don't know. Maybe I missed that one. Maybe I uh, just wasn't aware of their uh, uh, like time frame or whatever for releasing their DLCs. Do they yeah, have... I don't how-, know. how much more do they have? One more. Are they not really... One more? Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then one more before we hit the big dick. Mm. Empire of Sin. Empire Sin looks insanely good. And this trailer in particular shows some really cool like gameplay stuff that I was really hoping to see. Yeah. Uh I'm extremely excited for this. <laughs> so it's a it's a turn-based uh like mob game, right? Yeah. 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 It's like a XCOM mafia game. Yeah. As far as I can tell. Wait, who was who was making that paradox and who? Um, it's the Romero games. Romero games? Yeah. Nice. Cool. Um, and they showed off a... You know, I, I feel like we've seen this trailer a little bit once before. We've seen, like, bits and pieces of it. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, you get, uh, you know, to kind of set up all of these, uh, like, scenarios. You get to pick, you know, the characters that you want to... Um, go, you know, go into the, you know, go into the battle or whatever and, um, you know, you have your typical cover and you want to hide, you know, it's very XCOM, but the way that it um, is set up. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is something that, you know, I, I've seen it twice now and both times I got, I was really excited about it. Uh-huh. Um, so this one's uh, something that I'm definitely going to be into. Like seeing the way that they have the characters like set up, and you can out you can outfit them and like have their loadout, you know, custom, and they have their own like stats and points. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know, if you like XCOM, this is definitely something to uh, look at the trailer and, yeah, sure. and and check it. All right, and then uh, the last one was probably one of the biggest things that was um, like physically shown at Gamescom and uh, and, and that would be Death Stranding um, they did a full uh, like they had a full conversation Jeff Keighley, uh, Hideo Kojima and um, I think it's the guy who's up there from uh, Kojima Productions that talks he speaks a little better English than mm. Hideo himself. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, he's, he's with them quite a lot. Uh, and, you know, going into this, we still had very little idea on what was happening. Like, as it opens, we see Norman Reedus. He's just sitting in the middle of this, sitting in the, on the ground in the middle of this, like, wilderness, mountainous area just mm-hmm. 
fucking fully asleep. He has uh, his exoskeleton on. He has his, like, UPS delivery backpack on. And uh, a good old bridge baby in that bottle on his chest. Um, Mm -hmm. Did you hear more about bridge babies? What's up with bridge babies? Yeah, so they actually released several trailers. They released one of Dead Man and Bridge Baby. Right. They released one of um, Mama. And they released one of Strongman. Okay. Um, But yeah, they talked a little bit more about it. So Bridge Babies think that they're in the womb of still mothers. And the still mothers are all in the capital. So bridge babies are halfway between the living world and the dead world. Because I guess okay. still mothers are like semi-dead or in comas or something. I don't know. Huh. So basically you're, the little thing you put the bridge baby in makes it think that it's still in the womb. And that you are the still mother. So it gives you sight into the world of the dead so that you can understand what's going on and keep the baby safe, basically. So I do want to go back uh, and talk a little bit about that big spicy piss that they had Norman take here. Um, mm. You actually have a meter that you have to like stop like and take a piss. Yeah. His was up to like 200. Good God. Yeah, and, he really had to piss. And the first thing that they do... The person controlling the camera tries to whip it around to see that Norman penis. Um, That's what I'm going to be doing. And Norman's like, nope. Nope. It just kind of keeps like turning so you can't uh, get uh, eyes on those balls, if you know what I mean. Hmm. I'm um, trying to get a peeper on those little jeepers. Jeepers. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, as it continues, you know, he starts to, like, climb up this almost, like, mountain. And he pulls out a, like, a ladder. It's like an auto-extending ladder. It's, like, never-ending. Um, and he just kind of sets the guy down. And I, I want to know more about some of these gadgets that he has. hmm Because the ladder is really interesting. So, I... Like, is the main gameplay here going to be, like, No Man's Sky? They have a Kojima Productions logo on the side of this building in the game. Extremely good. Good, good. (laughs) Like you do. Yeah, of course. Hey, y'all mind if I just make a fucking video game that's actually just an ad for my company? (laughs) I wonder if that's just a skin. There's no way they're putting that in the game, right? Oh, yeah, it's definitely going to be in the game. It's going to (laughs) be... So, some sort of, like, cargo management. Yeah, I mean, so, you're, can, so like, it seems like what you're going to be doing is delivering, like, necessary supplies and packages to people. Those people have some kind of control of, like, network grids or something. And then you're trying to, like, piece together, um, like the network of the U.S. or whatever. Right. That's what it seems like is happening. And the pylon inside this thing that he was, it was kind of like a a directory that he dropped off some of these goods at. After Mm. it happened, it it popped up and there was a, uh, uh, a person that was like, hey, good job, man. You know, thanks for doing this and this and this. And it was fucking fully Jeff Keighley from like, 
um, like the game awards and you know video game journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hideo just straight up put Jeff in the game. Um, yeah, which is very interesting. I was surprised to see that. I don't know why I was surprised to see it, but I was. Um, yeah, very weird. Um, but I wonder if uh, uh, Kojima's going to be in this game like he was in uh, Metal Gear Solid. Did we get a better idea of what the fuck this game is, though? No. We got a worse idea. <laughs> yeah, it's more confusing. <laughs> you have to pee. And, like, Kojima said, like, if if many people pee in the same place, something special will happen. It's like, what the fuck are you talking well, he about? Just, he just showed him take a piss at the beginning of this. And, a and like, a magic up. mushroom grew up. But it was, like, a holographic. He just fall to his fucking death? That was great. Yeah, that's what I would do. Of course. <laughs> of course, just my luck. And it's like... What did you think was going to happen? You're walking toward the edge of a cliff. Like, there's not a lot of options there. It's either you're going to grow wings and fly or plummet to your death. Classic. Um, yeah, the bridge baby's pooped. Bridge baby's like, are you... You, you dumb fuck. Idiot? Dude, you landed on the bridge Stupid. baby. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, guys. The bridge baby broke my fall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But just watching the game, like, this was probably not a great thing to bring up for the podcast because this isn't a game that you can accurately kind of describe. Accurately describe. You have it's to witness something it. You, you have to witness and understand with it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot going on with, uh, with, <laughs> with Death Stranding and still a lot to figure out. Um, so... What is what is the release date for this again? Uh, November eleventh. Uh, November eighth. Okay. Um. So, I don't know. I kind of. I, I really want them to not tell me more. I kind of want to just still have this confusion going in, and then I want it to be a completely different game when I get it. I want to pick it up and it just to be a completely different game. Yeah. So, um... It's gonna be a weird one. It's gonna be weird, yeah. Uh, so this is, I mean, we always have those games that are like, okay, we're taking a chance on on this, and, mm. you know, we don't know much about it, we're just gonna jump into it. Uh, yeah, this is one of them. Definitely one of them. Uh, so, moving on from Death Stranding, uh, the biggest news that I would say coming out of all of uh, Gamescom was uh, an acquisition. Sony acquired Insomniac Games. Um, and a lot of people are like, wait, they didn't own them already. And it's like, no, no, they, no, no, they did not. <laughs> um, they uh, Sony uh, does house under their umbrella um, the counterpart to Insomniac, which I always, uh, I, you know, it, it's always, these two go hand in hand, Insomniac and Naughty Dog. Um, and they have since, you know, PlayStation 1. And, they, like, back then, I don't think either one of them were owned by Sony. They were just making games for Sony. Um, and then uh, Naughty Dog was, of course, brought in under the umbrella. And now Insomniac is officially under the Sony umbrella. Um, so, you know, developers behind Ratchet & Clank, 
more recently the Xbox exclusive Sunset Overdrive, and now Spider-Man. Um, it's all a uh, Sony exclusive. Hell and yeah! It's weird. It's not. It, it's a. It, it's. It's very weird for me because these guys have always kind of seemed like that, but. What, the weirdest thing was when they said, oh, we're making Sunset Overdrive for Xbox. Not for, you know, it's not, it's exclusive to Xbox. Right. And that was, that one was really weird. Um, and it just reminded me that, hey, you know, these guys are not owned by Sony. Um, and now they are officially, which is, I don't know. Is that a move in a, is that, is that a good move for them? I mean, it's probably this is Sony trying to lock down the Spider-Man game franchise, right? Uh, well, I think it's more than just Spider-Man. I mean, they're locking down... Well, yeah, Insomniac in general is, like, you know, they're super talented. Yeah. They're constantly... I mean, even before we jumped on this stream, I was I got a notification that they're looking for a new environment artist. Yeah. Like, they're they're constantly on the hunt for the next best thing that they can you know person that they can uh help bring ideas to their team mm-hmm. so uh yeah really cool they didn't have anything to announce they didn't have any game to announce or anything like that they were just like hey look at this big old dick move um but yeah uh this is something to uh keep an eye on as we move into the next console generation um yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I I've talked about this um, in uh, at length with uh, some of our other viewers, and it's. Um, I don't think, as someone who loves video games and loves playing video games, video games is it's. It it kind of has multiple facets in your life once you get past a certain point. Like, I like making things for video games. I like playing video games. I like talking about video games. So video mm-hmm. games kind of has a really big uh, thing for me. And once you get to that point, you really can't be picky about video games any longer. Um, you can be picky about yeah. the ones that you like, but you can't be picky about um, the consoles themselves. So, uh, you know, we're getting to the point of, like, you, I feel like you were already at um, like at that point where... I, I I can't just own just the PlayStation, or I can't just own just the Xbox. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I've still been like stuck in that that mindset of like, okay, I'm gonna own this console to be my main console, and then I'm gonna own something Nintendo. Right. So yeah, I, I don't think going forward, um, you know, if you guys are anything like us, that you're going to be able to, <clears throat> you know, just lock down one of them. Um, on the flip side, one of our other, uh, like, co- kind of co-hosts, uh, uh, Drake, he he goes a different direction with it. He's like, I don't have time for that, so I'm just locking down just one thing. I'm going to own nothing but that one thing, and I'm just going to exclusively play everything that comes just to that. Right. Um, which I guess is a different take. Uh, you know, a different take on that, but mm-hmm. um, it's... Uh, you know, I, for me, it's something like Games Pass is too good of a deal to pass up. And mm-hmm. even though I'm not into Gears and I'm not into Halo, I still think Xbox is going to be a really good place to, you know, play games in this next generation. Um, yeah. 
So, uh, we won't be seeing any Insomniac games on it, but they have a lot of other cool stuff that we'll be seeing over there. For sure. All right, and then I think we got one more. Yeah, final story, just a little sort of a follow-up and a capper, I guess. Um, Riot Games has settled the gender discrimination class action lawsuit that came up last year. Um, so, uh, you know, claims of gender discrimination and pay and promotion, sexual harassment, and retaliation against women. Um, so basically they said, uh, they've been talking about, like, here's all the different things we've done, and they linked to some other stuff. This is Riot's official response. Um, On their official site, too. Yeah. So it's interesting because... You know, they say, like, well, we've seen that things are not up to our standards and blah, 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 and here's some different stuff. This is our ideal outcome. This is what we went for. Um, however, uh, we went ahead and, yeah, it's like, you know, it says, we think that we definitely could have beat them in court, and it was a couple people against us, a massive company with a ton of money, and all of Tencent behind us. But we went ahead and decided to settle anyways, which is like, if a company settles, they're admitting guilt. Because they will always win a court case. Well, and, and on top of that, I mean, going ahead and saying something like, well, we could have done this, but we took the high road. Mm-hmm. We were nice about it, and we gave them what they wanted. And it's like, that doesn't make it better. No. It's like... so it's like, actually, It makes your, you look like an asshole. It makes you look like an asshole. That's like... Also, it's, it's where the idea, which this has not proven to be true, but there's this big idea that, like... Um, you know, like the Me Too movement is like a like blackmail organization that like women just make shit up and they're like, oh, one time uh, I saw this one random guy, so I'm just gonna say that he raped me and I'll you know ruin his life and get a trillion dollars. And like that doesn't happen. Like that the well, the, the last the cases, part, the last the, part I don't think happens. But uh, I do yeah, think certainly. that there are some the cases where that I mean this happened in court cases that somebody lied about being assaulted and. Right you go to jail for making up a false police report and falsely imprisoning people. So like, you know, it's, it's basically like, it's, it's really difficult because like, this is a crime that doesn't leave a lot of evidence. And like, you know, being like sexually harassing your employees, there's usually zero evidence because what, what evidence could there be? Like if somebody walks by me in the hallway like, if there's a, somebody I work with, and they walk by me in the hallway, and every time they see me, they're like, faggot. And they say it every time they see me. Every time they pass me in the hallway. But if they don't write it down or email it, how can I prove it? You know? Yes, sir. Right. There would never be any proof. Right. So it's like, you know, if, if every time somebody, you know, if somebody, like, hates black people that they work with, which is, you know, in here in Ohio, there was that, uh, what, the GM plant or whatever that was like, like black employees had like nooses tied up in their offices and shit. And it's yeah, like, that's not cool. People would call them boy. And it's like no. this, that shit is systemic. And it's like, like the, the actual real court case, GM upper management, GM legal team said, Oh, that wasn't racially motivated. There's just something that they just do to all new employees. And it's like, <laughs> even if that's true, that's fucking unacceptable. Yeah. And it's not true. We know it's not true. Yeah. Like, it's definitely racially motivated. Because, again, they were like, well, this happens to every new employee. So they uh-huh. ask a new white employee. And he's like, no, it never happened to me. It's like, it's so weird. And oh, like, you mean the nooses? Yeah. 
No. Oh, the nooses. Oh, I you meant you the nooses. I thought yeah, you were yeah, talking yeah. about the. But no, it's like, like the shit is just like it's, you know, if somebody once says something a little harassing to you because you're a woman, is that a big deal? Like, uh, you know, it's debatable. But it's like when you have a culture that like you get punished for saying, "Hey, this guy was being sexist to me." You like people don't get reassigned. People don't get punished. Um, you know, things don't get better, and you're facing it every day at work. You know what I mean? It's like that shit is unacceptable. And you know the the uh, the company coming back and saying, uh, "Hey, we internally investigated ourselves with no like oversight, and we determined that we didn't do anything wrong." Why would I believe you? Especially when you turn around and then say, "Oh, but we are desperate to get out of this court case because we do not want this going to public record." So here's a bunch of money. Like it's it's so bizarre and it's and again this is another thing where I just wish people would step up and be like you know what it, we looked into it and it turns out there was this sexist culture and we did have these certain individuals that we have gone after and fired and punished that were behaving in a way that is completely unacceptable to us like how hard would that be you know what I mean especially right. after you're done with the um, after you're done with the court case, so it's not like you're admitting to guilt and then you're going to get roasted, right? You've already paid it off. So why not then just be honest and take some um, take some initiative to say like, you know what, we did find a lot of problems. But here's what we're doing to address them and here's what we did to try to fix it. Like, it's so bizarre. Like, these, these again, it comes down to like accountability. Like, as far as I know, Riot did not fire a single person because he sexually harassed his employees that report to him. Right? That's pretty right. fucking bad. Like, this is somebody that you cannot trust in a position of authority in any way, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, you know, I'm not saying that you have to go find this guy that said, uh, hey, sugar tits, go get me some coffee or something and, like, euthanize him in front of his family or something. Yes, but, sir. But, like... He cannot be allowed to be a boss. Like, it, he just can't. It, it's just totally unacceptable. And it's, you know, there there are other things that you could do that are not based on sexual harassment that would disqualify you in the same way that you should lose your job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of things. So it's not like this is some single thing out that's like, oh, I'm such a white knight defender of women that if anybody's ever mean to a girl, I'll kill them or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's, I just don't understand how you can completely dodge all responsibility and simultaneously cut a multi-million dollar check to say, yeah, you're right, we did do that. Um, I'm sorry, here, take this. It's just so strange that, and who's, I mean, in the end here, all, all that's happened in a PR point of view is that Riot has admitted that they were the bad guy, in fact. Right. You know, it's not like they were able to say, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they said, hey, we found out who it was that was doing this, we found one or two manager-level people and we've punished them, then they're the good guy. They're like, well, you know, we didn't know this was going on. And then when we looked into it, when we heard about it, we cut that shit out. Like, why would you not want to be seen in that light? I just don't get it. Right. It's, um, it's very strange. 
And it, again, it's not like nobody's saying this guy physically assaulted somebody at work. You know what I mean? That like nobody's saying this dude drugged me in a back alley or something. So it's so strange that they won't just take responsibility for what they're already admitting to. Yeah. It's very strange. So, I don't know. I mean, hopefully this hit them enough in the pocketbook that they'll have to, you know, make some cultural changes, which it sounds like they are doing. Yeah, it sounds like um, they're trying to. Um, I, it, it I mean, that is the point of these lawsuits, right? Is to just, it, it's like, well, things have are already fucked for me and I'm not going to be able to change it, but... Like, fuck I mean, these guys, I'm going to, like, take money away from them just to fuck them up. We did have, like, I have, I had a friend that worked there. And mm-hmm. he, um, they were doing his, uh, uh, they were sponsoring him for his visa or whatever. And right. he was working there. Um, and then randomly, just, I guess, one day, they're like, oh, you don't have this piece of paper in. And he's like, what do you mean? And they're like, you didn't give us this piece of paper. And he's like, well, you never asked for it. It was something that I didn't know I needed to get. I, like, I can't know what I need until you tell me what you need from me. And they're like, yeah, because you don't have it, we're going to have to go ahead and give you the axe. Hmm. And they got rid of him. They fired him. And then now he's non-rehirable. Right. the company altogether. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It, it, like, I hear stuff like this, and then I look at you know real world examples from people that i know of things like that and it's like huh yeah there's some really bad there's some bad stories stuff that's happening like not outwardly but it's just the way that they have their diversity and like culture set up that is just set in the past Mm. and it hopefully hopefully they're changing that um changing that moving forward and i mean this is something that tends to happen to companies that sort of rapidly expand like originally it's like the company is like four dudes right Right. so just all day every day they're like i don't know sending like porn gifts to each other uh they're making like these sexy characters um they're like talking about big titty goth gf whatever and that's fine when it's you and your four friends right like you're not harming anybody you're not taking direct action against anyone in any way and then all of a sudden you start to you know you're expanding you're adding a bunch of extra employees you start hiring more and more you know different diverse people that you know you used to be able to make weird like i don't know asian jokes because a big majority of your players are you know korean chinese uh japan's got a lot of players so it's like you know you're like you know india's um got a ton of players i'm sure so it's like you used to in the office just like you would kind of joke about how like you know if there's a high ranked character there oh they must be chinese or they must be korean or something and then that's not okay when you have chinese and korean employees right it's just like you have to temper what you're going to say based on who could hear it right and i think that's totally normal like it is not evil you know you're not like cruel and unusual and bad for like making a joke about black people once it's really not a big deal but it becomes a problem when you're harassing someone and like someone works in your office and you say a joke about how like it's easy to fire black people because they can't get a lawyer and everybody in the office laughs. And then there's one black guy in the meeting and he's like, uh, is that a threat? Everybody thinks it's funny. Like, is everybody trying to get me fired? Like it becomes totally different, you know? Right. And it's like, 
not to say that you should just be like racist constantly unless you're going to hurt somebody's feelings. But like, sometimes a joke doesn't work. And like, if you say the wrong thing, you could have just fucked up. (laughs) So yeah, it's really not that complicated of a, of a theory. So like, I don't know. It's, it's a, you know, I can see how this happens. I can see how you're like, suddenly you're like, Oh shit, we're actually like a real company now. We have like a real like code of ethics that we have to follow. Like, I have an employee handbook that explains how I'm supposed to get out of my car and walk into work. Seriously. Like I do in my real life. Like, this is what you should do in the parking lot. You should always go on the crosswalks. You should not walk down the center of the parking lot because there's a chance you could be struck by a car. You should, you know, put your weight centrally on your foot while you walk so that you don't slip. And if there's ice, you should look for blah, blah, blah. And you should move slower. And you're not allowed to walk, talk on your, you're not allowed to, to look at your cell phone while you're walking on the grounds at work, right? You can talk, you can stop and make a text and then continue moving when you've stopped using your phone. We have a fucking procedure for how to walk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what companies have to do because if you do some stupid shit and then they, you know, somebody like breaks their leg and then they're like, well, you know, that's what my boss always does. Then suddenly it's the company's fault. So like, you know, when, when you're, you used to just be a, a band of bros and then suddenly you're like a real company, you got to make changes. And it, it could be hard to adjust to that change from like a, not from a management perspective, but from a original team member perspective, right? Right. But it's like, you just got to do that, dude. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's just, it's just something you have to do. Like, Riot is a real company and it is really owned by, you know, Tencent and I'm sure other investors and stuff. Like, you really can't do some of this stuff. It's just not acceptable. And it's, you know, maybe it sucks and you can think about the good old days or whatever. If you want, go make a new company. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Right. But it's like, that shit's really not acceptable. And then there's a difference too. Like, I work in an industry that is insanely white and insanely male. Like, almost everyone is white and male. Right. right. So, um, our... We're, we're one of the smallest, like the, the power generation industry in the US in general, and really probably in the world, is insanely non-diverse. It's like 95% of a single white male category. So when you have, when you're working with a female engineer or, you know, we have a guy from the Middle East, I'm not sure exactly where he's from because I don't feel like asking that. Sure. And, uh, you know, it's like, we have a guy from India originally. Uh, he's from the U.S., but his family's Indian. So, you know, if a certain individual is in the room, you might not want to say, you know, we got some plastic chink machinery that's breaking and now our stuff isn't working. When you have a Chinese guy in the room, right? Yeah, it's probably not <laughs> the place for that. It's it's just not the place for that. And, like, you're not actually, it's, you're not being directly, like, you're not saying, hey, I hate all Chinese people. I will destroy them with nuclear fire. But it, you can say something that can be taken the wrong way. And should, it's not funny. You should probably just like not just censor think, that out of your think or say something right. in that manner. That's just censor it out of your know. lingo. I mean, when I was like thirteen, fourteen, I would like every single word I said was a cuss word, and I haven't really slowed down from that, right? But until I was like twenty, I didn't cuss at all in front of my parents. Yeah, I just censored that right out. You know, and it's it's not that difficult. Especially if it's right. something that you're used even less frequently. I imagine that typically you're not being sexist in your dialogue like every five words or like persons. So it's probably much easier to filter out. 
So, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, I, nobody really gives a shit what you do at home. Right. But when you're at work, you got to have to behave a certain way. Sure. And so, I said, really got, you, you I mean, I've, I've got 100% sympathy for the people that were harassed at work, and I've got 0% sympathy for some fucking, you know, dude that graduated from DigiPen who became an art director and started harassing women. Right. Like, I really don't give a fuck about him. And in fact, I think he should be punished worse. Ooh. So it's like, right. fuck him. You know? Right. All right. Well, I think that is... Uh, That's all the main Filter's news. rant for, to- for today. All the main yeah. news. Um, I think that one's much less debatable than some of the questionable shit I say. Right, right. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it, like, I, I think the thing that we can take away from this is hopefully this is something that they're really, really behind. They're not just saying they're behind and they're ready to move forward with making these changes. Um, it'll be overall better for the company, especially with them branching out into a um, uh, into the fighting genre. Mm. So they're getting, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Right, right. So it's not they're not going away. They're not you know, in trouble that much. I, I mean, they are, but they need to change their culture so they can continue making uh, cool things for people. Mm-hmm. All right, but that pretty much wraps up this show. Um, man, the show uh, did get a lot shorter now that we're talking about, uh, you know, what we, us, played, what we played elsewhere. Um, mm-hmm. So again, um, we're kind of going off the rails so you can kind of expect um you know some more changes coming uh in in the next uh month or so uh especially with um how we start to develop um our kind of our second show which is uh, maybe the way that we have our shows set up should be different which is something that uh we're going to talk about and we will keep you guys updated of course and you can keep updated over on facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc where you can uh, hang out with us chat with us on the daily and then if you have questions you can always send us a message there or you can drop us a line over on twitter at mammoth games inc uh it also lets you know when we did uh when we do stuff just like this um we are going to uh, be losing our shit on the 30th uh, when uh, CD Projekt Red does their gameplay stream for Cyberpunk, which subsequently is one of the things that I was looking at on uh, on our Twitter. Um, but yeah, a lot of stuff going on. We're a lot of places. Come hang out with us and chat with us about video games. We appreciate it. Likes, comments, and shares and all that. Uh, but thank you guys for hanging out um if you're listening to this podcast uh on podcast services around the world always feel free come join us on uh sunday uh sunday mornings it's usually between uh we go live between 10 uh and 12 uh to bring you this stuff live you can chat with us in the comments we had some people in today chatting with us we appreciate it um and uh you know, if we find something, you guys have some good points, we'll definitely bring them to this show specifically. Um, but thank you guys again for hanging out. As always, for Mammoth Games Inc., I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Quirk. Have a good one.